Welcome to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes, the podcast that brings you inspiring stories and insight from the world of competitive fitness. I'm your host, Savannah Sharp, previous MPC Bikini National Level Competitor, WBFF Pro Fitness Model, and Posing Coach. On this podcast, I share my own journey to the stage and interview other female competitors from all divisions and industries, including MPC, IFBB, and WBFF. Each week, we bring you new episodes full of motivational stories, helpful tips, and real-life experiences from competitors of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, our goal is to provide you the knowledge and inspiration you need to succeed in your own fitness journey. So if you're looking for a podcast that's both informative and entertaining, look no further than Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss out on the latest insights and inspiration from the world of competitive fitness. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so be sure to tune in and join the conversation. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. I am actually recording this early, y'all, and I'm doing it on my microphone, so sound quality is about to be A1. Hell yeah. Let's get it started for another episode. This is Cupcakes and Protein Shakes, your weekly mindset, motivation, and more. I talk about shit. I give you advice and other stuff. <laughs> so welcome. You can follow me on Instagram at Savannah Sharp Fitness. You can follow me on YouTube at Savannah Sharp Fitness as well. And every single week, every single Wednesday, I be posting new podcasts. You can listen to it here on Apple, on freaking Spotify, and all the other fucking podcasting sites. I don't even know. There's so many. Just find it, listen to it, love it, like it. If you're here, let's dive into it. So today's episode is actually going to be kind of fun-ish. Um, it's a little bit sad, but um, fun, interesting, it is it is the cost of competing, not just like money wise, but like what actually does competing cost you and like what, yeah, like what your body costs. Honestly, you know what? I think some people honestly cannot afford to have abs and I'm saying that it's true. It, it's, it's expensive. It's expensive to eat healthy. It's expensive to train. It's expensive to have a coach. It's expensive to be a bodybuilder. It's an expensive as fuck hobby and that's what it is until it can become a lifestyle so you know a lot of people don't understand when I'm competing and they don't understand that I'm doing this and they're like oh well what do you win that's like a lot of people think that we like do win prize money or stuff like that amateur bikini bodybuilders pay to compete we don't actually win any money we will pay someone to let us compete which is a little bit kind of fucked up if you think about it like that um but it does come back full circle so then you can have a chance to win money when you're a pro athlete um but as an amateur you know you are paying the promoters to let you go on stage pretty much for five to ten minutes and there's a lot of things that are also you are paying for so it's not just a few things I did a kind of just like a I just pulled together a really quick little inventory of like everything that I spent in the last like 10 months of my show and it's a little bit shocking um I averaged it I actually didn't go into my bank statement and look up every single transaction because that would just literally be too much time and it's just I I know what I spent I spent a lot I don't even track it to be honest I don't care how much I spend on competing I know that's not the most like financially smart thing, but because I love it so much, I've said this before and I will say it again, I would literally spend my life savings on competing. Like I love it so much. I just don't think you should spare expenses on things that you love that make you happy. 
there's only a certain amount of days that you get to live and you know no regrets especially if you want to take it to the next level with me i'm trying to become a pro athlete and i know that in order to get to that level i'm gonna have to freaking put in my time put in money before it starts to come back and the universe rewards me so my goal is to become a sponsored athlete fully where my entire show travel everything is paid for that way i can just focus on training and then hustling on the side doing like posing and prepping, coaching, stuff like that. That's where I see myself in the future, but I have to get there slowly. So right now um, I do work a full-time job and it, it, it is the reason why I'm still there is because it's, well, it's, a, it's paying for my hobby because I'm still an amateur and I'm not a pro yet. And, you know, I'm still like establishing myself as like a, a person in this industry. So it's a it's a hard climb you guys it's, there's a lot of work that's going in behind the scenes as far as like where bodybuilding is going it's like social media driven so I'm always doing my podcast I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel I'm trying to grow my Instagram following so that way like I'm more attractive to get sponsorship opportunities to hopefully help you guys have discount codes and then get commission off that and just like promote products that I actually use and so that's like a lot of what being a sponsored athlete it's not just okay we're gonna pay for everything because you're so great no you have to like do certain posts um you have to like commit to like posting things on certain social sites per week and tagging them and all those different things there's a lot of things that go into like becoming a sponsored athlete i am an ambassador for a lot of companies i do recommend trying to become an ambassador for companies when you're starting off because you do make some commission i have i'm like an ambassador for like a shit ton of companies there's like literally like 10 companies that i have like discount codes for and i only make commission off of like two of those i i'm pretty sure so again like do what you can but it's expensive so i'm gonna go over exactly how much i spent this last show and it's a little shocking and i want you guys just to be before if you're listening to this before you even keep listening i want you to guess how much i spent on my last show for prepping for the north americans guess how much how much money i spent and dm me that number before you listen or just like think about like what you think i would have spent and at the end of this podcast, I will tell you how much I actually spent. And um, uh, it's a little shocking seeing that number because I knew how much I was spending kind of while I was doing it, but it wasn't all at once. And just seeing it all at once, it's kind of like, shit, wow, that's a lot. But some of the purchases are one-time purchases. So like I just added them in here anyway, but it's a lot of money. So before... We just, we're going to just start going because there's a lot of fees. First off, when you are competing as an amateur, you do have to pay for the show, okay? So I think it was $250 for me to compete at North Americans. So I had to pay per class. So if you're like in, I was in open, I think H. If I would have been in a master's or crossed over into different divisions, I'd have to pay $250 per class. So I only did one class. Um but 250 flat and then we also have a membership fee so um, your membership fee is for just becoming a 
in a part of the MPC just to be able to compete. You do have to pay um, and just like a membership fee to have your MPC card. I think it's $135 per year. Uh, it's something around that. It's, little, it's at least a hundred bucks, 120, something like that. And that just goes to like, hopefully pay, I think for like website development. I'm not exactly sure hundred percent where that money goes, but it probably goes to some type of big pot of money um, that helps maybe Olympia. I have no idea where the money is, but someone somewhere needs it in order for us to compete. So maybe it's for website development, creation, who knows what it's for, but they, they need it. So that's what they, they charge you. The people running it, that's probably their salaries or something. 135 bucks just to compete. And then for the show, we're looking at about 250 for a national show. I think it's like maybe 100 if you're doing like a regional qualifier local show. But still, that's just expensive. So as far as like show day stuff, um, here we go. So your tan, your dark spray tan is generally about 100 to $150. So that is for a single day show. If you are competing in a two day show, again, everything that I'm saying is going to double. So it'd be like 200 bucks if you're doing a two day show. Um, or I mean, I'm just giving you the realness. Like I didn't do any like at home stuff. I didn't try to like rent my suit. I just paid for it. You know, like I was like, whatever, I'm getting the show to do it. I could have bought, but I think there's like an at-home pro tan, something, something where you can do your own tan. I don't trust myself to do my own sage tan. I think eventually, if I've been competing enough, I might go to doing my own tan. But right now, I just, I really don't care. I want them to do it. I want them to do a good job. I know they're going to be backstage. I know it's going to look amazing because someone else is doing it and not me. So I don't do like the DIY pro tan. It might be something I do in the future to save some money, but if I'm competing like a lot, but right now I just pay the show to do it. And then we're looking at hair and makeup. Again, I was only a one day show um, and I wanted to get my hair and makeup. So it was 150, which is actually not too bad. Sometimes it'd be like a hundred for makeup, a hundred for hair. Again, like all of the stuff I'm saying, like you could find a cheaper way, but it's just what I did. So I did get my makeup done by Miss Carolyn and she's literally, I've, I think I've used her for almost every single show except for one of the shows that I did where she wasn't there. So I've used her for, I think four of my five shows and every single time, like my makeup is literally so freaking perfect. I, I like, get so many compliments on it. I just love how it feels. And personally, like I'm not much of a makeup guru. I don't even know how to put on fake lashes low key by myself. And most of the day during the week, like I literally don't even wear makeup maybe once every two weeks. So I'm not very good at makeup myself. And I just don't want to stress myself out of doing my own stage makeup because it's really hard to match that dark tan with like a foundation color that doesn't make you look like too orange or too light or too washed out. And so I just want the professional to do that. Same thing with hair. So hair is a little bit different. So I've done my hair for one show where I did it curly. I really liked it, but I just think, you know, it's a, it's a day to get pampered. I like getting my hair and makeup done. I think it's fun and it looks really professional. So I get my hair done as well. So I paid about 150 for that. And then for your suit. So this is, this is again, a potentially one-time purchase because you can wear the same suit at the same, um, like over and over and over again, if you wanted to, I think I've bought a new suit every single show, but you don't have to. 
Okay, so if you buy, like, one really quality bikini, you can literally wear it for the rest of your competing career, and no one's going to say anything. Like, it's really not a big deal. Um, but I do like to buy new bikinis. I like new colors because I'm always trying to improve, see what looks my best, and see where my best look is. So I do tr not try to get a new suit every single show, but um, try to find, yeah, almost. I don't know. We'll see. I might have to start re-wearing some stuff because I've racked up a lot of money but the highest of the highest bikinis the ones that i purchased from angel competition bikinis who i am an ambassador for hopefully one day i'm a sponsored athlete if you're listening to this i just love their company so much um but i'm working i'm working on my way to become a sponsored athlete maybe one day but i bought a bikini so my bikini was about six hundred dollars and i know it's fucking crazy right but they're not just like your everyday, you know, Target, Target bikinis. These are handcrafted. They're custom designed to my measurements. They are made here in the United States. Like they're hand crystallized. They're blinked out, perfect little bikinis. And they're like so, so small. And they have to be like custom tailored to you. So I spent 600 bucks on a bikini and then for jewelry. So a lot of times like um, it's costume jewelry. So you could probably like, again, rewear your jewelry and it's not going to be a big deal. But again, I like to just, you know, maybe get a new bracelet, try a new ring, all sorts of things just to just try to perfect my look. So I probably spent maybe 50 bucks for the shoe fairy is where I get my jewelry. Same thing with the heels. So the clear heels are, um, they're kind of like stripper heels, but the 80 bucks is what I spent on heels. And I, I those ones you can rewear, but they do get worn out if you're posing in them a lot. And on show day, your tan kind of destroys like the bottom part of it. And it does get like the clear, it feels like they get dirty really easy. So you can rewear them. Um, but again, I, I did end up purchasing a new pair of heels because I wanted to get like the crystallized new like Olympia heels that they have for the shoe fairy and then for coaching okay so coaching is some people you I guess you could coach yourself and some people and some coaches don't charge like very much or they charge a lot I I paid for a year of coaching when I signed up for team elite physique and I believe um I think I paid like four thousand up for like a year. So I think I broke that down. So 10 months, it was like, maybe I think that's like 3000 ish. Cause it's, it's roughly like 300 and some change a month. So for 10 months of coaching for a show, that was about $3,000. Um, probably one of my bigger expenses, but I wanted to pay for the best. And I spoke about this before, but when I wanted to switch coaches, I told myself, I was like, I don't care what it costs. I want to work with coach Adam. I don't care if there's a waiting list, I will wait. And I, I was prepared to pretty much give coach Adam all of my money. And I hope he's not listening to this because, um, yeah, like I literally had no idea what his prices were going to be. I had, I, when I, when I, I just knew that I wanted him to be my coach and I, I knew he's like, I, one of my, I would argue like one of the best coaches in the industry or like one of the top coaches um, just because of like the quality of athletes he can produce very quickly is what I've noticed. And so I wanted to, you know, come on board Team Elite Physique because um, 
his bikini eye is very different and it's it's you can get results very quickly is what I saw. I was seeing transformations of other clients that had joined and they were going from amateur to pro looking physiques in one prep. So that's why I made sure I was on coach Adam's team and it, you know, it is a big expense to have a coach. You can coach yourself, but it's, it's hard unless you can objectively view yourself each week and progress pictures as um, you have to have some, you have to have like a lot of self-confidence and a lot of knowledge to be able to coach yourself, um, yourself, because sometimes what you see is not what actually is going on. You might think you're not lean enough or you're too lean and you know, your brain kind of plays tricks on you when you're dieting. So then we have to talk about travel. So flight again, um, I had some, I think fly points cause I use a credit card for Southwest. So I try to rack up as many points as I can. My flight was actually pretty cheap for a round trip ticket to Pittsburgh. It was 250 bucks, not too bad. And, um, I think, uh, I earned some points for that. Again, you could, you could not fly. You could pick a local show that you didn't, you could drive to it, whatever. But I, I took a flight and it was 250 bucks. Then for the hotel, I kind of got fucked on, which I'm not really happy. I ended up spending $1,000 for three nights. And what happened is I originally booked for six days, but um, I then had to change my booking to end up doing just three days. And uh, I guess it was out of their hotel window or something. So they ended up still charging me for the full six days because they didn't give enough notice, something, 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 whatever. Um, So I wanted to fly home early because my aunt was supposed to be at the show and so I thought we were going to be able to like spend some time in Pittsburgh just like exploring the city but that didn't happen so I ended up just staying for like the show and then trying to fly back early so they still charged me a shit ton so I paid like a thousand dollars in the hotel again you can expect about I don't know 100 to 200 a night so like for three nights it would have been like 600 but because of the extra bullshit they charged me a thousand then for groceries, okay, you guys, this is where um, not everyone can understand prepping. I spend so much on groceries. I spend probably a hundred to two hundred dollars a week on groceries, but that's because I'm not just buying like on not unhealthy, but I, I'm buying like high quality organic food. I'm buying vegetables. I'm buying like salmon i'm buying not necessarily like name brand stuff but i think the quality of your food is so critical for your nutrition that in in your health like your overall health that you whatever money that you spend on your health you are going to save in hospital bills later on in life so to me all this money that i'm spending it makes me happy and it's helping me stay healthy I, so really I'm actually saving money in hospital bills is how I look at it. Even though I'm technically spending a lot of money. Yes, but I'm, I'm, I, if you are in the healthy industry, you're kind of understanding where I'm coming from. Like that's how I see it. But, uh, yeah. So for 10 months of groceries, it's roughly like $6,000 ish. So if I think I did like 150 times 10, I don't know exactly know how I got that number. Let me see how I got that number. 6,000 divided by 10 months. Okay, it'd be six, yeah, about 600 a month. Yeah, I think that's how I did it. I don't know if that's right, but if I spend, let's say 150 a week times 10 months, 
10 times four weeks would be 40. I think my brain works, yeah, 6,000. So, I mean, sometimes I don't spend that. Sometimes I spend more. It just depends, but I never, I have a pretty good paying job, so I don't really worry about money. Maybe I should, maybe I should, I don't know. But you can, you can find ways to, like, not spend as much on your groceries, but if you want, like, high-quality meats, like, having as much protein in my diet, it's expensive to have like steak and ground turkey and tilapia and salmon and nice shrimp and all that kind of stuff. It does start to add up, but that's just what I spent. And then my gym membership. So I'm lucky enough where my gym actually sponsors me. So I don't actually pay anything for my gym membership. Shout out to Crunch Fitness. Love you guys. And, but it normally would be 10 bucks a month, which it's similar to like a Planet Fitness, um, something like that. Um, but most people's gyms are roughly 30 bucks a month is like an average, something that you should expect to pay at a gym between like 30 to 60 bucks a month is like an average gym membership. So if I would have been paying that gym membership, it would have been a hundred bucks for those 10 months, but I'm lucky and I don't have to, but I still want to include it into this total. And then I just wanted to include a couple of like little extra stuff just because, um, I want you guys to get like a, a full picture of all of the expenses that go into it, okay? So I did include meal prep containers. So, oh, you have to, I prep my food every single week, so you have to have something to put your meals in. So those are like 15 bucks on Amazon. I reuse them, they're perfect um, for having all of your meals prepped and you just, you can use them every single week. So I enjoy I enjoy making my own food, but you do have to buy them. Even if you're first time competitors, you have to get some nice Tupperware. And then I have my gallon water bottle. Again, you can buy water every single week, but again, this is like a one-time purchase where I fill it up. So my water bottle, bottle gallon jug that I bought off Amazon was 20 bucks and I use it every single day. I just fill it up with water and I drink my gallon every day. And then we have a couple of like little extra things. These aren't like necessary, but I mean, it kind of comes with the territory of competing. One of those black silk robes, I actually have like a blue silk robe and um, the blue silk robe I got from Angel Competition Bikinis. It's custom crystallized with my team logo on the back. I think it's like $65-ish. I'm not exactly sure, but you can, again, you can find like a cheap version of this. And then like slippers or slides that you can wear around um, while you're competing to have like backstage. They're like, I don't know, 20 bucks, just some nice slippers or slides just to have. Um, those are some things that you'll need in your show day bag. And then let's talk about supplements and vitamins. So this is like protein powder. This is fish oil. This is multivitamins. This is digestive enzymes. This is protein, creatine, leucine, um, Steel Fit Greens, this is BCAAs, all these supplements. I honestly don't know the exact total, but I was estimating like 50 bucks a month times 10 months, so like $500, which is probably higher than that. Um, but that's kind of what I was guesstimating, 500 bucks for 10 months. And then a couple extra things. You have to have a nice pair of tennis shoes. I know that people you don't have to get these things, but I didn't do Normally each time I prep, I buy myself a new pair of tennis shoes just to stay motivated. And you know, I'm in the gym, I'm using them actively every single day. And so I love fitness tennis shoes and which is, I spend like 40 bucks on tennis shoes and then fitness outfits. So again, you gotta wear something cute to the gym. It's not a necessity, but I bought probably what three to five outfits. So I probably spent 
this is like on the low side, 200 ish bucks for a few fitness outfits. Um, you know, those workout sets that you see on Instagram and stuff, those are super popular, but I buy them on Amazon. I try to look for like off brand names that are still pretty cute, um, on Amazon. Sometimes I'll buy like brand names just cause if they're on sale, if they're on sale, I might buy them, but I won't buy them if they're full price. I always wait till they go on sale or if someone has a discount code. And then in your like show day bag, you'll have to have pump up bands and those are like 20 bucks. And then just like random other things. I just guesstimated 250 extra bucks because I probably spent some shit on bullshit like my little fan I had backstage or like an extra tanning t-shirt, my donut little shirt and stuff like that. So my total, what did I spend? Um, so for 10 months of prep and one national show, then $12,850 fucking dollars, which is so much. It's so extra. Um, it's a lot, but if you do a lot of shows back to back to back, you can do your own tan. You can do your own hair. You can do your own makeup. You can reuse the same suit and jewelry and shoes and things like that. So for the most part, like the most expensive thing that you're going to be paying is for groceries and coaching. And then it'll only be like a few thousand dollars for like traveling, like hotel flights. And then, um, the rest is really not that bad, but that's how much I spent ish roughly. So it's a lot like saying that number out loud. It's like, holy shit, but it, it's for a whole year, but that's kind of like what it, what it takes. Um, you can cut corners, you can, but I really feel like in order to become like a pro athlete and take it to the level that I, the quality, I want the quality to be there. I, I felt like, I mean, I, sh I didn't really cut corners on cost. I could have, but there was no reason to because, you know, I, I'm well off and I can afford it. It's expensive. It is not a hobby for you just to pick up, okay? Because outside of like the actual physical money and dollars, the actual cost of competing mentally and physically is way more than the money. So the, the actual cost of competing is your sanity, <laughs> is your energy is your time and it's social relationships are the costs of competing in order to take your physique to that level to be stage ready to be stage lean to be lean enough to compete at the national level I had to give up social relationships because I was spending so much time in the gym and I just I didn't have time to be social with my friends and I didn't have the energy because I didn't have the calories and I think that some people can balance it, but to really, 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 really become like a next level athlete, there is no balance. I had to mentally, like, I felt like give up a piece of my soul to repping. That was like a huge cost. Like I had to dig deep, you guys. Like I had to literally, like, I felt like, there is nothing left of me. Like hormones were just destroyed. They're just so low. Like when you're eating pretty much like nothing for like months and training super hard, like your hormones are just like not existent. Um, 
it's crazy because competing as healthy as it is, I think it's competing in the off season is like the most healthy you can ever be, but competing during prep to get stage lean, it borders lines unhealthy. You're still having food, you're still training, but to get to the level that we need to get to become uh, like stage ready, it, it crosses over into unhealthy. And I know that, most competitors know that, but it's hard to explain it to other people why we would willingly be doing that. Competing is expensive. It doesn't just cost money. It costs your mental focus. It, it's crazy how food focused you get when you don't have food in your diet, but it's amazing. It, it's so much fun and it is worth every single penny that you would ever spend on competing. And I promise you, if you don't have that kind of money, you need to save. Do not compete on a whim. Don't blow your life savings. If you really, 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 really like don't have the funds to compete, wait, become really focus on building your physique so you're competitive that way when you do get a chance to be on stage that you don't waste your money or time right like I would much rather an athlete wait 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 don't have to spend the money on competing and then once they actually feel like they have a competitive physique then make the jump to pay for coaching and all the things that come with competing because then I feel like your money is going to be well spent there's also a part of me too that thinks maybe you should just do it anyway, but don't try to cut corners if you're competing. Like it's, it's kind of, um, again, like I was saying, like for me, it's always been like about bringing a very quality package and granted the judges don't know if you did your tan yourself or if you got it sprayed or if you're wearing the same suit or if you did your hair versus someone else, like but for me, I just, I just feel like I almost have to kind of like show up as if I'm already a pro. And if I was a pro, I would be doing all the things that I am doing. I would be getting my hair and makeup done. I would be getting new suits and things like that. Um, because all of the pro athletes out there right now that are competitive and going to Olympia, they're doing those things. So... I want to be at that level and I know that I'm going to have to pay for it right now. As an amateur, I will have to spend money. But again, if you ever heard a little saying in business, you got to spend money to make money. It, it's 100% true. And that goes for having a hobby as well. I love to make bodybuilding like a career. It is my passion. But um, right now, I still have to have my full-time job in order to support my competing you know, expensive because I couldn't do this if I didn't have a full-time job. I don't think right now until I get more like sponsorship behind me because like the goal is that your sponsors want you to compete and they're going to pay for your hotels and your supplements and your robes and all that stuff. So essentially you want to have no expense besides maybe coaching when it comes to like you competing, right? Like if I could get my travel paid for by my supplement company and they send me free supplements and then apparel companies sent me free workout outfits and the bikinis are all paid for and the jewelry is all paid for, you're essentially just having to pay for like a few things and it's really not that bad. 
Um, but until I get to that area, I know I have to, I have to do it now. And then it'll all be worth it. Hopefully (laughs) one day I keep saying this when I become a pro athlete and I really hope it does happen. And I know it's going to happen. It's weird to say, but I can't tell the future. No one can. So there's a chance it may never happen, but there's also a chance it can happen. And all I know is I'm going to work my hardest and I am going to keep showing up every day and being my best every day, whether I'm prepping in my off season, I, I want, I want the challenge. I, I think that's really why I like the sport is because it is a challenge. It is week over week. When I send my check-in, it is a challenge. Whatever my coach gives me to do, it's like, okay, like I'm, I'm trying to beat myself from last week. Can I beat myself from, you know, the previous show? And it's just so much fun. And I think, I don't want you guys to get get discouraged because of how expensive it is, but I want to be real with you. Like that's how much I freaking spent. That's a lot of money. It's not just like a few hundred dollars. This is like thousands of dollars that have went into that package, right? So I want you guys, I want to be real and tell you that, um, I don't, I don't regret it. I really, I really, 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 really don't regret it. Um, but the reality is a lot of people can't probably afford or justify that, which is okay. Competing is not for everyone. And I just want to give you guys this podcast to educate you of how much I spent. Like that's just fucking expensive. Okay. Um, yeah, that's how I want to kind of like end today's episode. Just, it was just going over like the expenses of competing. And there's so many expenses that I didn't even talk about you guys. Like, there's expenses like if you're getting chiropractor visits if you're getting massages or facials or if you want to get your eyebrows microbladed or waxed or if you need a vagina waxing before you go to compete or if you need to buy a new razor to shave your entire body or like shampoo and conditioner and hairspray and if you do your own makeup then the cost of the makeup and the cost of fake lashes oh and i forgot to even say like cost of getting your nails done and your toes done it just adds up so if you are thinking about competing but you're you don't have like thousands of dollars to blow make sure you save make sure you're really conscious of what you are have to buy versus like what you actually need there's a lot of shit that gets posted out there on social media and stuff that competitors use that you don't necessarily need but it's it's nice to have so you know do what you can if Otherwise, you know, wait, like wait, wait, wait. I promise you like go build your physique having, you could show up on stage in a freaking trash bag. As long as your physique is on point, if you rock it, judges don't care. Like the judges don't know what type of suit, who your suit maker is. They don't know if it's used or rented or whatever the fuck, like literally just work on your physiques. And that is what I have learned that it's overall package is important to a point, but I don't think I'm putting as much of an emphasis um, or emphasis on like the hair and makeup. I'm not, I used to spend so much time trying to figure out like what suit color and like what hair I should do and what makeup. And now my focus has been training muscle engagement and trying to bring the best fucking package physique wise, no matter what hair and makeup and suit you choose that you are going to be competitive. So that's what I've been doing. I hope this was insightful. Let me know if you guys 
like were shocked about this like let's have a conversation slide over to my dms on instagram and just you know um tell me if this was you know helped you maybe you don't agree with it maybe you have a different experience or if you're like wow yeah you know i spent the same amount of two like i just never added it up i like had no idea how much it was just let me know you guys and if you want to hear something specific um i always like to share um things that people don't really talk about because competing is glamorized on social media and I have done it. I'm not going to lie. There's been certain points in preps where I've done it, but at the point, there's a certain point where it gets not fun. So just keep that in mind. It's not all sunshines and rainbows. It does cost money. It is hard freaking work to become shredded. It's not just you can't just like do it. Even though we're a bikini, even though we're the, you know, the smaller feminine division. Like I'm I don't know about other competitors, but I'm out here fucking training hard. Like I am sweating, lifting hard. I'm sore. So yeah. That's how I wanted to end today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved it, give it a five-star review. And make sure you guys subscribe to it so you can get notified when a new episode drops. FYI, it will be every Wednesday. If you guys want to hear something specific about the podcast, just DM me on Instagram. That is the best way to get a hold of me and just to talk about like anything and everything. I'm always an open book. Any questions that you have, please just drop them there. I would love to chat with you. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you guys next week. I hope you have a fantastic week. Happy hump day. Happy October, freaking October. Oh, and I forgot to um, do my announcement. Oh my God. I can't believe I forgot. Um, I I wish I would have said this at the beginning, but you guys, I got fucking sponsored by a cookie company. So if you want any post-show treats, make sure you use code Savannah and that is for the competitors cookie co it's at the competitors cookie co on Instagram. They do monthly launches and I will have a custom cookie coming in April. So look out for that. I'm really excited. But for now, if you do order any cookies, it's going to be directly through the Instagram link. Um, I don't, I think you have to DM the person and they will get you set up. But if you mention my name, Savannah, you will actually get free cookies, a free freaking cookie sent to you. I'm really excited to be with this, um, company. It's, I love cookies. And so like, post-show treats are literally amazing and you don't have to be a competitor to get cookies literally if you just want a freaking cookie for your birthday celebration or just to like randomly eat if you have like a refeed day or something use that and i'm just so excited that i'm sponsored by them it's my um i think it's my first company's full like sponsorship so this is one of many i'm just excited to share it with you guys i'm just so grateful and blessed to have you all in my corner I love you so much, and I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and feel motivated to take on your fitness journey. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you want to stay up to date with my fitness journey and get more tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Savannah Sharp Fitness and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Savannah Sharp. And if you have a moment, please leave a rating and review of the show. Your feedback helps me create better content and reach more people who need it. Remember, no matter where you are on your fitness journey, you are capable of achieving your goals with hard work and discipline. Keep pushing yourself, stay motivated, and never give up. Thanks for listening and see you next week on Cupcakes and Protein Shakes.